You are listening to the Uncanceled Podcast. We believe that Jesus came to set you free and nothing can cancel the truth of God's word. Now here's your host, the youth pastor of Impact Youth at Faith Church in New Milford, Connecticut, Pastor Joey Santora. What is going on, Uncanceled? Oh yeah. As you guys can see, we have an apple right here in all of our hands. And that's because we're starting a new segment on the Uncancelled Podcast. We're still going to talk about God, still break down the Bible, but we also need to talk about a very important issue, and that is... Apples. 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 So this segment is called Rate Rate That Apple. Apple. It's going to be a great (laughs) segment here on Uncancelled. There are so many different types of apples, and Ben and I uh, sometimes will just try apples and... Like together, like in my apartment at my house, right, Ben? Yeah. I think yeah. Ben should tell everyone how much of an apple enthusiast he is. Okay. I'm a big apple guy. <laughs> I like to eat healthy. Uh, apple's probably one of my favorite fruits. I have probably like two a day. I probably average like 1.5 apples a day. Um, and, you know, they say an apple a day keeps the doctor away. So what does two apples do? I don't know. It keeps two doctors away. Okay. But I'm a big apple guy. I love apples. So we're going to do wow. Rate That Apple. Uh, ben, what type of apple is this? This is a juicy apple. It's spelled J-U-I-C-I. Okay. And uh, it's from ShopRite in Brookfield. <laughs> Shout out. Okay. In case you want to go get one there. Hey, you might want to. You it might, might be really we, good. We actually have never tried a juicy. No, we're going to do a couple tried of different it. apples that we have tried, but we've never tried a juicy before. I just would like to say I don't like the initial feel of this apple. The initial feel? It's very bumpy. Bumpy? There's a couple things that we're looking for when we're rating the apple. We're going to rate it out of 10. But uh, crispiness is yep. very important. You don't 100%. want a soft apple. The skin is important, like whether or not it's chewy. Yep. Um, I prefer like a sweet apple over yep. a tart yep. apple. Um, I agree. I think those are probably the biggest things. I, I would anything. probably agree. I, I would agree. say that I could go with like a sweet one that kind of turns a little tart. Like as long as it's like not like whoa like super sour you know what i mean but anyway that's besides the point but we're trying a juicy apple we will be rating these out of 10 and we will consider all three of those things so let's go ahead you might be able to hear the bite if you could hear the crunch in the microphone it's a good one uh here we go ready three two Mm. oh wow initial thoughts i'm having a good time right away yeah the crisp, the crunch. It's I'm going for another one. You get a good bite with it. The skin does not bother me no, when no, I'm actually the eating the apple. Fine. This may very well be the perfect apple. Here's why, right? I'm sure you guys can all hear us chewing right now. It's probably great. But, but here's the thing. This apple is perfectly crunchy. The skin is not too thick, but like not too thin as if it doesn't exist. And it's like sweet with a little bit of tartness at the end of it, kind of like what I was talking about before. I'm feeling really good about this. I like it a lot. It, it kind of tastes similar to an Envy to me. Okay. Um, which is, we'll get to it, but one of the best there? apples out there. Oh. oh. Rihanna, how are we feeling? Honestly, guys, this is a really... I'm not an apple enthusiast, but... Will be. 
I think that like this should get like a, like a 10 out of 10 or like a 9 out of 10. It's All right, let's really not get good. carried away now. It's really good. You, rookie, rookie mistake, rookie <laughs> mistake. If I had one complaint, because usually there's one complaint. If I had one complaint, the tartness kind of gets you for a second. Yeah, I I tasted in that last bite the tartness that you were talking about, and I didn't love it. It, it can get like it's a, it turns a little sour, especially in the aftertaste. Like my, my taste buds are a little sour right now. Unlike the um, the other apple we had the other day that had the caramel aftertaste. Mm. You guys, we'll, we'll get there we'll too. Get there. Uh, but this right here, I don't know. It was an eight point eight out of ten kind of a fair assessment of this. I'm still having a great time. I'm she, all right. She's ten. <laughs> she's she, she's ten. Uh, You're done. You I don't know. I don't 10? know. I don't know. She'll change it later. I could have a little more sweetness in it. I'm okay with a nine, though. I am. I'm at like I'm at like an eight point five. Okay. There are better apples out there, but this is a good option if you're at the shop right in in Brookfield or in Danbury, <laughs> wherever it is, and you see it. I'm gonna say that my mouth feels a little bit dry too, as like I like chew it a little bit. I don't, I don't know. I'm gonna go. How? I'm gonna say honestly. I'm gonna agree with Ben, and I'm gonna go an 8.5 as well. Um, I think that's really good. And I think it's a really good apple. Um, Brianna, feel free at the end of your podcasting to, to return to it. <laughs> the apple. Maybe throughout if you get a little like if you need Bored. a little snack. No, I'm just uh, but me and Ben are actually not hanging on here and doing the rest of this podcast. I have a class to teach. Um, and uh, Brianna is kind of just gonna take it from here. She's got a she's got a good word. She's gonna be talking about uh, standing, right? Standing. Yes, yeah, taking a stand. Or taking a stand. Taking a stand. Uh, this is gonna be a good podcast. I read over our notes a little bit, so I'm excited for you guys. Uh, and I hope that you learned something uh, powerful here. So uh, thank you guys for tuning in to. Great that apple. Make sure to tune in next week as we try another apple. I think that we need like a. What is it like a intro music for that? Uh, we'll see. Maybe we'll you know. See what DJ will do. DJ's our producer. Very very good. Shout out to our producer. We'll Thanks see. guys. Not, if he doesn't, if he doesn't, he's still great. But anyway, yeah, thank you guys for joining in to rate that apple. Ben and I are, are now off the show. Enjoy Peace the rest out. of your podcast. Peace out, friends. That's so funny. I'm I like fruit, but not as much as these guys. I'm like not really as healthy as them. Sadly, I try, but those desserts they just get you, man. So anyway. Um, I'm excited to be on the podcast today. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you guys are liking this video and subscribing on YouTube because that's where it's at. Actually, also go on Spotify. Give us a good review if you like us. Anyway, um, I'm excited today. I Yesterday when I was studying, I felt like what God was reminding me of a scripture. And I started to read in Ephesians 6. And uh, I'm going to read from there today, and we're going to jump right into it. Um, So let's go to Ephesians 6, starting in verse 10. It says, a final word, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. So I was thinking about this, and I was thinking about how what 
are we what are you fighting against that you feel like you know what's in my life that I'm like I have a lot going on like you know I'm so overwhelmed whatever it's you're feeling you're feeling unsettled you don't have peace in your life what are you fighting against and I was thinking about how the things we shouldn't be fighting the way that the world does you know the world the world combats that um unrest and that those restless feelings with you know, try and replace it with something else. Drinking, they go to drugs, they run to a relationship to fill that peace. They f- they're they fighting against these issues that they have with other things of this world. Maybe they like physically are fighting, fighting back against other people. They're attacking other people when really in reality, a lot of the things that are coming against us is now as, be- as believers, what we need to recognize is that these things that come against us are from the devil, these things that come against us to destroy our lives. And so what are we taking a stand against? Because that's what I want to talk about today, how we are taking a stand. We are not just taking what the devil throws at us. The world, like I was saying, the world has so many things that they, you know, they're, it's thrown at them. They have a lot, so many problems. They have financial trouble, relationship trouble. They don't have peace, and they don't really, they don't know how to fight against it and actually have a solution. But today, I want to talk about how as believers, we're taking a stand. We're taking a stand against everything that the, the devil is throwing at us. All the strategies of the devil. That's what it says in the scripture in verse eleven. So to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. What are those strategies? Let's go to John 10.10. Flip over to the Gospels. So funny being on here alone. I've never done this before. All right, John 10.10. It's a familiar passage, but I wanted to bring it up because it shows us exactly what these strategies are that the devil tries to throw against us. It says that the thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. And my, Jesus, my purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. So anything that comes against your life that tries to steal, kill, or destroy from you in any way, whether it's in your body it's in your family, it's in your relationships, anything that comes against you that tries to steal, kill, or destroy from you, that's from the devil. Those are the strategies of the devil. And that's what we're taking a stand against today. Oh, I'm losing my notes. Please don't delete. Okay, got it. Got it. All right. So we're just, we're, we're talking about now what these strategies are that come against our life. And we're not going to fight that the way that the world fights, right? Rather than the way the world does, they they try to fight against these issues in their life by replacing, you know, trying to replace the feelings inside of them. You know, they run to, when they have a financial problem, they maybe they run to take out another loan. Maybe they run to even, like, take from a family member. Maybe in their relationships, when they're failing, you know, they... They try to fill it with a bunch of other relationships, making more problems for themselves. We're not going to fight that the way the world fights. What are other ways that the world fights? They use maybe they use violence. I mean, you look around in our world today. People are we have an un people people with unrest, people who have pro, like 
things on the inside that, you know, they are, they're not at peace. They have inner turmoil. They, they need joy in their life. And so instead of, you know, trying to find a solution for themselves, they go after other people thinking it's going to fulfill them. They use unkind words. They're like, they're fighting in the flesh. Okay. When we talk about in the flesh, in the natural, that's the things that we can see, right? You know, we can see each other. If you're watching this video, you can see me. This is in the natural. But as a believer, that's not the way that we're going to fight. We're going to fight in the supernatural. We're, gonna, we're not going to use the world's way of fighting. So let's look at verse 10. It says, a final word, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. We're going we're gonna to take a stand and not just be strong in who we are, but we're going to be strong in the Lord's power. We're going we're gonna to fight not against flesh and blood, but we're going to fight those principalities. We're going to fight those strategies of the devil, taking on the Lord's power. We're not fighting. Listen, this is something that I felt to say. We're not fighting what the world's fighting. So why are we trying to use the same strategies? Why are we trying to use the same, um, you know, the, do the same things that they're doing? You know, when like using gossip to try to fight, you know, the feelings of insecurity, rather than taking the word of God and holding on to that. You know, why are we trying to use the things that the world uses when we're meant to be different? We're meant to stand out, and we're not even fighting what the world's fighting. So we, we can't do what the world's doing. I'm very passionate about that. We have to look different than the rest of the world, especially in this way. We're not fighting the same things that they are fighting. So how are we going to take on this power? How are we going to stand firm and be strong in the Lord and in his power? Let's go and we're going to read Ephesians 6.13. It says, Therefore put on every piece of God's armor so that you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will still be standing firm. So we're going to put on God's armor. We're going to put on what God has given, given to us. And we're not going to waste our time fighting in the natural. Like I said, fighting in the way that we can see. But instead, we're going to take what God has given us. We're going to put on God's armor and use it to win in this life. Look at what the verse says. It says that then after the battle, you will still be standing firm. That's why this podcast is going to be titled, I'm Taking a Stand. Because after the battle, you'll still be standing. Because when you fight against the devil, listen, and you tell the devil, I'm not taking what you're throwing at me. But instead, I'm taking a stand against, against you. And I'm standing for the things of the word. I'm standing for what God has given to me. I'm standing when the promises God has given me. And I'm taking what what God has given me and fighting against it. I'm taking a stand. And after all of that, you'll still be standing firm. And so I think that it's very important for us to know that, listen, after everything that the devil throws, you're still going to be standing firm if you put on this armor that God has given to us. If you take what God has given, listen, if you can just say as much as you want, you can say, I'm going to stand, I'm going to stand against what the devil has, what the devil's throwing at me, how he wants to steal and destroy from my life. You can say that all that you want, but we have to take action steps and say, no, today I'm actually taking these gifts that God has given to me 
from his word. I'm taking the word of God. I'm taking these things. I'm taking this armor God has given me, and I'm taking, I'm taking a stand. I'm, make, I'm standing in the Lord's power. Okay, let's go to Ephesians 6 and verse 14. So it says, stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. For shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. In addition to all of these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. All right, so I want to go through these and just kind of like break it down. And like, let's just talk about what does this, what do these things mean, right? Like, what is this armor that we're putting on and that we're going forward and we're just, we're literally, this is not like just a, you know, just when there's something bad going on in my life. No, these are things that we put on every single day that we stand in every single day. This isn't just, you know, Oh, like, you know, something bad happened in my family. You know, now I have to stand and stand firm. Take a stand. No, this is an everyday kind of thing so that even when those things come in your mind that are from the devil, when the thing, when the real big things come that you already, you've already said, no, I'm putting on, I'm walking in everything that God has given to me. So I want to just, we're going to quickly, we're just going to walk through each of these. So the first one, it says, stand your ground putting on the belt of truth. What is the truth that we're putting on? It's the truth of God's word. It's not the truth of the world. So one thing that our generation, your generation, I don't know how old you are watching this, every generation, that, you know, they have their truth. What's the truth of your generation, you know? What's the truth? What's right now something that, like, you know, people are, you know, they think their truth is the right truth with this whole abortion thing, right? They think they're saying, like, oh, well, I, you know, we're right because, you know, whatever. They think that they, they have the truth. They think they have the answers. Everyone thinks that what they say, you know, that's the truth. Well, that's, that's not who we're going to be as believers. We're not just going to stand. We're not just going to stand for whatever we hear in this world. We're not just going to go along with the flow. We're not just going to, you know, take it as it comes, fly with the wind, whatever saying you want to use. We're not just going to do those things. But instead, we're going to take God's word. And that's what that every single day, when you hear a lie from the enemy, when you see even a lie in this world, let's take this abortion thing right now, right? God, God designed life, and he desires for every person to have the best life possible, right? Every person. And these little babies, they're being robbed of life. That's wrong. And so we are going to take a, we're going to take a stand against that. And when you feel like maybe your friends are trying to tell you the opposite and tell you, no, you know, science says this or, well, you know, the healthcare program, whatever. No. You have to say, even if you didn't say it out loud to them, you say, hey, listen, you know, you can believe that, but I'm, I'm taking, I'm not, I'm not taking that. I'm, I'm believing what God's word said and that he designed everybody from their mother's womb, right? This is just an example of something that when a lie from the devil comes and it's not just something about you personally, but there's like these lies in this world that people believe and they latch onto and they, you know, they claim it as their truth and they run with it. 
No, we're going to stand against those things. In love, of course, if somebody came up to you and told and told you that they believed that, you don't, you know, you don't shout them down, but instead you can say to them in love, "Listen, this is what I believe because this is what the word of God said. You have a foundation. Use your foundation." Use your foundation and the truth that God's put in his word. And don't back down from it. Listen, there's a time in my life I was ashamed of the word of God. But that's not going to be you. Ask God to give you boldness that when people come against the truth of God's word, that you, you don't just fall. But that the firm foundation that God has given to you in his word, you say, no, I'm standing on this instead. I'm not just taking what the world throws as their you know, their truth. There is no their truth, his truth, her truth. The truth of God's word, the belt of truth, that's what we're putting on today. It's the word of God. Let's go to the next part. It says, embody armor of God's righteousness. So I want to flip to 2 Corinthians. Go this way. Sometimes I forget where things are. Okay, 2 Corinthians 5. 5.21. Uh, I don't like this version. Hold on. I want to find one. Okay, this is the one. This is the version that I liked. 2 Corinthians 5.21. It says, Before God, you were clothed in the righteousness of Christ. For our sake, he made him to be sin, who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. So when we received Christ, we received the righteousness of God. Jesus was a perfect man. He was completely holy, and he gave up his holy life so that we could take on his sacrifice so that when God looked at us, he would see the righteousness of God, right? So that righteousness is something that we have to remember that we walk in every single day. When you feel like, no, I'm not good enough, I've sinned too much, you know, God can't use me to do anything, you know, I have too bad of a past, you need to remember the fact that you wear, what did it say in the verse, that you are clothed in righteousness. It says it here, actually is a good reflection here of the verses that are, are kind of like, that they're saying a similar thing. It says the body armor of God's righteousness. You wear it. That when you, you, you fight that lie of the devil and you say, no, when God sees me, he sees righteousness, the righteousness of Christ. It's on me. I'm clothed in it. Let's go to verse 15. For shoes put on peace that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. I love the peace of God. It changed my life. I wa- for a long time I, w- I walked around in a lot of fear and and I didn't you know I didn't I didn't recognize it always but I walked around with this fear of the future of what was going on around me if someone you know was someone going to hurt me like just this even irrational fears of like you know people like I would I would dream up all of these fears and what I realized is that it was bec- I was like lacking this like peace in my life that having this trust in God. And so when I came and I really was like, okay, God, I don't want this in my life anymore. I don't want this fear. God replaced it with a supernatural peace. And the Bible says that Jesus gives a peace that 
the world couldn't give and that the world can't take away. It's a, it's a peace that passes all understanding. That means everything, you know, beyond what you can comprehend, like whatever, whatever is thrown at you in this life that you feel like, oh, this is too big, God can give you a, a peace that's bigger than like anything that is, is, it seems so big in your life and that you should be so worried, but he'll give you a peace beyond what it seems like you should have. And I love that it's something that the world could never give you because only, it's a peace that's only found in Jesus. And actually what's cool about this verse is it says, it says it's a peace that comes from the good news. It actually comes from the good news of Jesus, that Jesus came to this earth, that he gave up his life so that we could live and we could have eternal life. We get a peace from that. We get a peace from knowing that Jesus is our savior and that he is our protector. And I love, I love the peace that Jesus gives. It's a peace that will keep you in a great sleep at night. It, it's a peace that will keep you be able to be focused on what you have to do. It's a peace that will, will you can walk away from a stressful situation and feel completely, you know, like calm. That's not something that the world could ever give you. That when something stressful happens or something bad happens at school or you get a bad get bad news from your parents or you know there's an illness in your family, when you can walk away from the situation and have that peace in your heart, knowing that you know whatever it is that good news of Jesus that what Jesus did is going to be enough to solve the problem. The good news is enough. Listen, I know that you know if there's an illness in my family, I know that by His stripes. I've been healed. You know, if there's there's turmoil in my family, I know that like the God of peace that passes he, that passes all understanding will guard my heart and mind in Christ Jesus. These are scriptures that you can know. Listen, like this good news that Jesus brought to this earth, it gives you peace. So let's go to verse 16. In addition to all of these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Faith is an, puts an actual stop to the strategies of the devil. So what are the strategies we talked about? Then he wants to steal, kill, and destroy from our lives. Anything that's coming to steal, kill, and destroy from you. Steal your joy. Steal your peace. Destroy your, destroy your home. Destroy your family. Make you sick. All of those things. When we hold up faith... When we have faith in Jesus and what he's done for us and who he is, when we hold up that faith, it actually, it says it quenches. I don't know if this verse says it. It says that it will stop the, the, stop the fiery arrow. But there's another version that says it will quench. So on, literally on contact with your faith, on contact with your faith, these attacks of the devil have to, Stop. They literally fall to the ground. That's why it's so important that we are standing in faith always, that we don't back down that from what we believe in who Jesus is, that we stand in faith saying, no, I'm not just going to believe what the world says, but I'm going to believe that my God can be a healer. No, I'm not just going to believe what my friend told me, but I'm going to believe that God can save my family. Whatever it is that we're hold up faith to say, I know that my God can do it. 
I know that he's big enough. I know that he's strong enough to do it. Hold up faith. Hold up faith. It's powerful when you get a revelation of what faith can do. Faith can do a lot. What does the Bible say? That it can move mountains. Jesus talks so much about faith. Faith is, without faith, you can't please, you can't even please God. So let's, you know, this is another thing that every day, today, God, I'm going to stand in faith, and I'm going to believe you. I'm going to believe you. That's all faith is. Faith is believing God. We're going to believe God. We're not just going to believe in God, believe that God exists and that he's just out there somewhere and sometimes he can solve my problem. No, we're going to believe God. I feel sick in my body. I'm going to believe God that he can heal me. I'm having a financial problem. My family can't afford to do this or that that we need to do. No, I'm going to believe God that he will supply all of my needs according to what? His riches and glory. So, you know, we're going to stand in faith. We're going to stand in faith. It's powerful. Ask God to give you a revelation of how to stand in faith, of doing these things that I've talked about. You know, sometimes you can hear it, but not completely understand. Ask God to give you an understanding of faith, of what it means to really believe God, to believe God. I remember when I first, like, understood, oh, I can actually believe God, I don't just like, you know, believe that sometimes he can or sometimes his word is true. Like, it's not just like a shot in the dark, but I can actually like believe God that he'll do it for me. So we're going to take a stand in faith. And let's go to the last verse. Verse 17, it says, put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Which is the word of God. And I, I want to focus in, because we talked about salvation a little bit with, you know, the good news. But, you know, the, the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God, it's actually a weapon that you can use. Just like when I was, when I was reading this, I kind of like got this image in my mind that just like the shield of faith is like a defensive mechanism that you hold it out and you say, no, I'm going to believe God and those arrows fall to the ground. You have the sword of the spirit. It's your offensive weapon. It's the word of God that you, that you're gonna, you can actually fight back and say no. Just like we were talking about, standing in faith. That's how you do it, with the word of God. It's not just with any kinds of words, but it's words that actually have power. They actually have power behind them. And so the, the sword of the spirit, the word of God, it's, that, it's a weapon for you to use. And don't be afraid to use it. I remember I, I, when I was younger and didn't really understand what power that the word had, I'd read it and, okay, that's nice. Like, okay, well, maybe that's helped somebody. It's not really helping me. But when I finally realized that it had power and that it could do something, that, you know, that when I would speak it or when I would believe God's word, that it would actually change something. It would actually do something for me that when I believed God with faith and took his word and just ran with it, like I'm going to go forward, believe in faith, and just trust that God's word, that it fights for you. The word of God will fight for you. So let's just kind of like go through this, like just a quick like review 
we're, we're not just taking a stand like the world takes a stand. We're taking a stand against the strategies of the devil, what he's trying to do to steal, kill, and destroy from your life. We're taking a stand against that. We're not going to fight the way the world fights, but we're going to fight with what God has given to us. These, this armor of God that he's given to us to have every single day that we can literally just, it's not even hard. You know, I say, you know, saying fight makes it sound like it's like this battle, but it's not really what it is. You're just taking what God has given to you, using it, and just walking in victory. Like, God gave us these things so that we can win in this life. So take what God has given to you and run with it. So you're gonna, we're going to put on God's armor. That's number three. And lastly, number four, take... Take God's armor and put it into use. Don't just see, don't just read it. The Bible says don't just be, um, you know, hearers of the word, but also be doers. So now that you've heard this today, you've heard what the, what the armor of God does and what taking a stand will do. Be a doer. Everyone used to wake up in the morning and say, today I'm taking a stand. I'm taking a stand that I'm going to believe God. I'm taking a stand that, you know, I'm going to walk in peace, that I'm, I have the righteousness of, of Christ. These things, declare them over yourself and walk out, walk out what this, is, this passage is saying. Take a stand. I want to pray for you quickly because this is something that, you know, I've learned this in my life, but I'm, I, God reminded of me of this recently. He said, you need to take, you need to take back my word and stand on it. And that's kind of where this, this whole, um, you know, podcast originated from because I felt like God told me you have to start taking a stand again. You have to start taking a stand for what I said and not just falling for these lies. It's not just a, just the lies of the enemy, but it's lies of the world. We're, we have to take a stand against it. As a believer, if you want to see everything that God has for you in your life, we have to start standing on God's word. It's the only thing that is, it's the only real truth. Everything else in this world, we could find out tomorrow, it's a lie, right? But the truth of God's word, it, it is never going to fail. It's like, it never, it will never fail. And so we're going to take a stand. We're going to take a stand together. We're going to stand against what the devil throws. And we're actually, we're just not going to stand for it, but we're going to stand against it. So I just want to pray. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for every person who is watching and listening to this podcast. I thank you, God, for their hunger to learn about your word. Father, I thank you that your word says that we can be strong in you and in your mighty power. That, God, it's not just a power that we see in this world, God, but it's a, it's a supernatural power that you put on the inside of us. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. That is the power on the inside of us. I thank you that we can take a stand. We're taking a stand today that from this day forward, we're not just bowing to the lies of the world or what the world says is truth, but we're taking a stand for the truth of your word. We're taking a stand and we're believing you. We're taking a stand and walking in peace. I'm taking a stand today, God, and believing in faith. I'm holding up faith so that every strategy of the devil has to fall to the ground. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, I thank you, God, for victory and that we can win in this life because of what you've given to us. In Jesus' name, 
Amen. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We love you so much. Come out to Impact Wednesdays, 7 p.m. You don't want to miss it. We love you so much. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you for listening to the Uncanceled Podcast. We hope you were blessed and encouraged by the teaching today. If you are between the grades of 5th through 12th grade, make sure to check us out in person at Faith Church in New Milford, Connecticut every Wednesday night from 6.30 to 9 p.m. Be sure to tune in next week for another weekly podcast from Uncanceled. God bless.